0: Hello, and welcome to episode 94 of the Synergen Leadership Podcast. For those of you who are listening for the first time, my name is Julian Carl, and I'm the CEO and the co-founder of Synergen Group. And I'm passionate about all things leadership and management, so passionate in fact that I decided to start a podcast about it. And here we are in season two, and my purpose for the podcast continues to be the same, to raise the standard of leadership. In today's show, I introduce some content around the framework called the Jahari Window. We sometimes use this in our face-to-face leadership programs. And this is the 11th content episode for Season 2, and it's also the 11th content episode of our Synergen curriculum ecosystem. And the reason I wanted to introduce you to the framework is because when I last delivered it, the feedback from the participants was really powerful. They saw it as a very practical way to start to build a relationship with those in the team. So during the episode, I begin by giving you a bit of background on the Jahari window. I introduce the four quadrants and what they mean. We look at how the model can be applied in a practical sense within a team environment. And I end the episode by looking at how models like this one can be used to build deeper relationships. So keep listening, and as always, really like to hear your thoughts on our content around the Johari window. And if there are any leadership or management ideas or content that you'd like me to explore on the show, please send me through an email or a LinkedIn message. Now, on with the show. Happy listening. Welcome to the Synergy and Leadership Podcast with Julian Carl. Julian returns in 2019 with weekly conversations with leaders and authors from Australia and around the world, giving you the opportunity to share in their journey and learn from their expertise and knowledge. Julian also shares some of the tools and techniques he uses as a leader, mentor, and facilitator, helping you to build your leadership capability and improve your confidence as a leader. Well, it's great to be back doing another content curriculum episode uh, with you and, and look in today's episode I really want to focus on on this idea of a little tool that I've come across called the Jahari window, which essentially is a simple and useful tool for illustrating and improving self-awareness and mutual understanding between people. And this can be people in a team, this can be peers, this can be counterparts, doesn't really matter. But what the Jahari window can also do is it can really be used to improve a group's relationships with other groups. And I think, uh, as you may have heard me say in previous podcasts, I do believe relationships are a key to your success. So what this tool does is really give you that insight into yourself and to the quality of your relationships with other people. So just to give you a bit of the backstory, the Jahari window model was devised by a couple of American psychologists, Joseph Luff and Harry Ingham, in, in, in the mid-50s, and it really is a model that has uh, been around a while now and has been through various iterations. Today, the Jahari model is probably most relevant due to what we see as the, the modern emphasis and influence of soft skills. So this is where we ask leaders to have those soft skills of empathy and cooperation and relationship building and interpersonal skills. And I think what the Johari window does is it becomes particularly helpful when you want to understand the relationships between you as the leader and uh, your team, and also between people in the business and the business. Because this really comes into play with the level of emotional contract that the individual has with the employer so the jahari window has become a a widely used model now and quite often organizations are using it when they want to train uh, self-awareness personal development improving communications interpersonal relationships group dynamics team development intergroup relationships the list goes on and if I think about the last time that I introduced this to a, a group in a, a face-to-face session, it really was a powerful tool for them to, number one, look at themselves, and number two, look at what they know about others in their teams. And quite often it's called or referred to as a disclosure feedback model of self-awareness, and that's because when you identify information that you do not know about yourself, uh, if can be really useful if you've got some strong relationships with people around you to get that feedback uh, from them. Can also be used to uh, represent the same information for a group in relation to other groups. So, meaning that uh, groups get a better understanding of how other groups in the organization operate. And essentially, the, the terminology that you, you're going to hear me use as we go through this uh, little section is that uh, we often are going to talk about self, meaning yourself. We're going to be talking about others, meaning other people in the organisation. And I think when you start to apply that language to a group setting, it's the same thing. Self means the group that you're in. Others means other groups. So there are four Jahari window perspectives. Sometimes they're called regions or areas or quadrants. I I think they're interchangeable, it doesn't really matter. But they represent certain things. So let's let's hit you with the the four quadrants. And I'll probably use the term quadrants just for the sake of keeping it consistent. So the first quadrant is called the open area. And this is uh, things that are known by you and also known by others in your team. Then you also have what we call quadrant two, which is the blind area. And this is where it's unknown by you, but others know it. You have the third area, which is called the hidden area. And that is things that you know about yourself that others do not know and then you have the fourth quadrant which is the unknown area and that is things that are unknown to you and also unknown to others so let's have a look at quadrant uh, one which is the the open area quite often sometimes called the area of free activity this is information about you as the individual about your behavior your feelings your emotions stuff that you know, your skills, your experience, that's actually known by you and known by the people around you. And I think it's worthwhile saying that the the aim in any group should always be to develop the open area for every person because when we work in this area and we know more about each other, it becomes easier to work. We get a sense of the best way to talk to each other. We get a best sense of trust and respect within a relationship and generally means we're going to have a better working relationship. Because what would happen is that in a in any team environment, people that have been in that team longer are going to have a larger open area. They've been working together longer. And so what you'll find is that if someone new comes into the team, they're going to be less open. They're not going to know as much about uh, us as a team and we're not going to know as much about them. So so it's really important that if you're going to think about applying this Jahari Window idea particularly in a group setting. When you have someone new come into a team, you've got a way of building out and opening up their open area quite quickly. One of the ways I've seen this done is that essentially everyone in the team fills out a pretty standard sort of simple questionnaire about themselves. So, you know, are they a morning person? Are they an evening person? Are they a coffee drinker, a tea drinker? What sports are they interested in? What are their hobbies? Who are the people closest to them? Stuff like that things that probably aren't too intrusive and what that does is you, when someone new comes into the team you have that little catch up with everyone and quite quickly uh, that person gets a sense of the people around them and the people in the team get a sense of the new person. So I think it's, it's really important that as a leader we think about what type of relationships do we want in our teams. And I think what the Jahari window does is gives you a very, very good framework for thinking about that. Because as a leader, you are responsible for the quality of the relationships that exist within your team. It's not just about your quality of relationship that you have with individuals. It's about the relationship they have with each other as well. So then we have the uh, quadrant two, which is the blind area. this is a challenging one because this is what's known uh, about you by others, but it's unknown to you. And I think we've probably all had this uh, experience sometime in our professional career where we've all had an opinion about someone's behaviour and they have never seen it in themselves. They don't realise certain things. And if you think about sometimes uh, you might come across someone who is uh, quite abrupt They might not see themselves as abrupt, but everyone else does. So it's just an example of what its blind area is. And I think it's really important to have that sense about how others view you. And one of the ways you can do this is by asking for feedback. And what that feedback can do, if it's done in the right way and it's constructive and you ask the right people, it can really help to reduce that blind area about what you know about yourself. Because what's not useful is you continuing along, not realising the impact you're having on others or the way others view you. So the idea of asking for feedback is really important. And it's not useful in a team sense as well because there's this underlying uncomfortable feeling because someone in the team uh, has this area that they're blind to and they don't see it and not open open to hearing feedback about it, it puts the other team members in a very, very difficult position. So I think it's important for you as a leader to take some responsibility for helping individuals to reduce their blind area. You can do this by providing sensitive feedback and encouraging them to share with you their views and ideas and, and, and the way they think. I think as a leader you should promote a climate of non, non-judgmental non feedback and that is when we can do feedback in a group setting and this does need to be done very carefully because what we don't want to do is upset anyone or target anyone. So when we do group feedback we do need to do it in the right way. And I think essentially what we're trying to do is make the blind area smaller and increase the open area. And what this is going to do is, is, is really develop the quality of relationships and really ensure that people are working well together. Moving on to Quadrant 3, this is what we will call our hidden area. And this is, these are the things which, which, which are a bit tough and a bit difficult in, in a professional sense to really start to dig into because this is what we know about ourselves but what we keep hidden from other people. And this could be because we don't feel comfortable sharing, could be because uh, we only just met someone. And if you think about your personal relationships, you don't just suddenly disclose your life story to people that you've just met. It tends to take a while for you to build levels of trust. And what you'll find is in most situations that there are some people, our more inner circle of friends, that know more about us. And as the friendships get distant and distant people tend to know less and less about us what we don't want to happen is that we live in this hidden space in a professional sense because i don't think it's conducive to relationships but it is a very natural state for people so we do need to respect that and so what we need to do is is make sure that the people with their hidden areas that it's not things like they don't feel they're capable of doing something and then they don't share that with people, it's really important that you're able to build these types of relationships and, and work on these hidden areas. And it, it's it's really asking people in your team to step out of their comfort zone just a little and, and share with the other team members what, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what they're experiencing. And I think done well, this can be a very, very, very powerful approach for a leader to take, because if they can create the environment, which is obviously psychologically safe, where people are feel are in a position and feel as though they can express what uh, they've kept hidden from their other, other team members, you're suddenly creating a whole new dynamic in your team. And my experience tells me that if you are able to do that, you're going to get a better quality of performance from your team, but you're also going to focus on building the relationships that exist within your team. Trust goes up, empathy levels goes up, respect goes up. It's essentially a win-win. But I suppose my caveat is that you do need to do this very carefully and it is something where you would want to have a very clear structure in how you want to use the Johari window to try to reduce people's hidden areas and encourage them to share with their workmates whatever it is that they're keeping hidden. So, the fourth quadrant in the jahari window is sometimes called the unknown area, and this is where you're completely oblivious to it, and the people around you are oblivious to whatever, whatever it is and uh, it sometimes it's just because people are not aware of the impact that they're they're having on other people, and that the you know the people that are around them aren't really aware of the impact that's having on them either. And so one of the things that we often think about is in the unknown area is that what I like, sometimes call these light bulb moments or when, the, when you suddenly realise something about yourself or you suddenly realise uh, a situation and something brings it front of mind. I think it's really important to try to explore this unknown area. And you know, some of the things which could fit within this is that you might be doing certain things, uh, behaviours, as a result of past experiences that you're not aware that you're doing. You might have a particular way you speak and you, you don't realise that you speak that way. And quite often when we uh, film people in our leadership programs and suddenly they see themselves on camera for the first time, they realise, oh, I didn't realise I, I was doing that. So it really is a, a, bit, of a, a bit of a challenging one, the unknown, because it does, again, require us to, to dig deeper. I think, again, there's more, there's real value if we start to look at, well, how can we use the Jahari window as a leader to start to really map out the quality of relationships we have and who we have those relationships with? And it can be a really useful tool for building those relationships, for really encouraging people to share what they're thinking, what their thoughts are, and you know, what their experiences are. Really useful. As a leader, and so as always, I have based this uh, curriculum ecosystem episode on uh, a piece of content that we deliver in our leadership program. So I am going to share a little bit from the 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 actual hard copy resource. But one one of the things we do is we ask people to look at this Johari window from uh, two settings. First is personal, and first is professional, and we ask them to think about. What are some of the things at a personal level that they believe everyone else knows about them and what are some of the things that uh, in regards to their professional life that they believe every, everyone knows about them? And personal could be things like you know, partners, could be sporting teams, things that I mentioned earlier. Professional could be you know how long you've worked in the business, what your role is in the business, you know, how you go about uh, your role, things like that. But then we ask people to dig a little bit further And we ask them to think about are there things which may exist in their hidden quadrant which they might be able to start to share with the people around them in their teams. So, again, we're asking people to take a step in terms of building trust, in terms of sharing about them. And what we find people do is they can start to think of little things and sometimes they are just little things that they can start to share with others which does reduce their hidden area then we also ask them to think about their blind area things that they do not know about themselves that others know and again you need to be asking the right questions to the right people if you really want to get the most value out of this but it is a powerful thing when you ask people who have worked with you a little while for feedback about, yourselves, about yourself. And I think we also ask people to think about what are, what are the challenges that they think they might have when they hear that type of feedback. Because quite often if we hear things about ourselves which we don't really agree with, we tend to have a certain level of resistance, we tend to potentially put a barrier up. That's not useful in this uh, context. One of the other things that we ask people to do in, um, when we run this program is we also ask them to think about feedback from two perspectives. And it's feedback that they would like to give to someone, feedback which is coming from the right place in that you think that it is useful and is coming from a position of trust and empathy and friendship and respect that you think someone could benefit from. And what that does is that potentially helps people in reducing their blind area. Then we also ask them to think about, you know, what types of feedback have you received before? And as a result of that feedback, what type of lessons have you learnt? And that, that, can, that can be a, another very good reflective piece to really start to think about, you know, in how you could apply this Jahari window model. So essentially that's the that's the, the, the model. That's pretty much the end of, of, of this content episode. Again, I will just recap that uh, Jahari would know, you know, four quadrants, your open area, your blind area, your hidden area, and your unknown area. And again, as always, if you're interested in receiving this content, shoot me through a LinkedIn uh, message or email and I'm and I'm happy to share with with it, it with you. And once again, as always, love to hear what you think about this uh, content curriculum episode. And bye for now. Well, that wraps up episode 94 of the Synergen Leadership Podcast, another content curriculum ecosystem episode for you. I would like to encourage you to head on over to the Synergy Group website and engage in the conversation with us. Tell us what you liked about the episode. Tell us who you'd like us to interview or tell us what sort of content you'd like us to deliver. And if you are an iPhone user, please feel free, head on over to the Apple site, leave us a review and please do subscribe and that way you can get the latest episodes automatically downloaded to your phone. In next week's episode, we have another great business leader interview for you. where I chat to Pamela Jabour, who is the founder and CEO of Total Image Group. It's another great business leader episode. So until then, love to hear what you think. Happy listening.